1: everyone welcome to the plus platoon we're a disney plus fan podcast that gives honest spoiler filled reviews of movies and shows on disney plus we look at new releases coming attractions and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic disney that's on the platform make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment i'm gonna bring in my girl kate roxanne how you doing and she's muted so we're all doing great so
2: i got my power line shirt on i'm ready for this (laughs) yay i'm ready
1: i'm sorry guys i'm laughing at something in the background um next we have got peter
3: pete
4: how you doing roxanne you don't have to turn on that red light
0: i was literally about to If you hadn't
1: and said Roxanne, wow. Derek, I would have done that. Sell
0: your body wow. to the night, Roxanne. Two minutes,
1: two minutes in. We're already going off the rails. Here we go. It's <laughs> gonna be a fun show. Next we have got Sam. Sam, how are you and Little Duff doing?
3: Stand back. <laughs> 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 Me and Guff and that, uh, Guffy. Goofy Duffy, which is now Guffy, I guess. Uh, we're ready and excited to talk a Goofy movie tonight, you guys. Good to see you all.
1: Yeah. And we've got a special guest, the uh, person who's actually suggested this for us. We've got our first time guest, Ryan, with us. Ryan, nice to meet you.
5: Hey, I'm so happy to be here. I've been watching for, I mean, since the show started. And so I'm finally Long time listener,
2: first time caller. <laughs> they call me. We That's love they call it. Me. We're so happy to yeah. have you with us
3: today, Ryan. Yeah, thanks, and-
1: guys. Yeah, we've got Steve with us tonight. He says hi. Ed says that was hilarious. Hi, yeah.
0: Steve. Hi, Ed. <laughs> hi, friends. I miss you guys.
1: Yeah, let us know. If, yeah, let us know if you're here and you're watching. Now, I know, Kate, it's been a couple weeks, but nah. it's time for the news. What you got? It
3: is I know. You've left sorry. this up to me, Kate. I mean, I'm so
2: sorry, <laughs> y'all. It's been a wild ride the last couple of weeks, but I'm back. And I'm here to do some plus news. Let's see. First of all. Oh, y'all. I'm so excited about this. The animated series. I am Groot will premiere on August 10th. It is a series of shorts featuring the best tree person since the Lord of the Rings. Baby Groot. Vin Diesel is returning as the voice. I am insanely excited about this. I'm sure it's going to be great.
3: I think this is going to be as good as Doug Day's.
4: What
3: do you guys think? Ooh, or Olaf? That's, or a, that's a
4: high standard. I know. Uh, I, I would say that I am Groot.
3: I know, right? I am. Groot? I agree. I agree, Ryan.
1: Uh, I know. Part of me <laughs> says they are doing like they did with Doug Days, though, and they are releasing them all at once. They're like yeah. four-minute episodes. I yeah, love the idea of shorts, Yeah, yeah.
2: Did we decide that Doug Days was better than Olaf Presents? It was a split. Mm. It was a split oh. vote.
1: As as you keep going, I will will do a little research on that.
2: All right. I am going to keep going with our uh, second up. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will come to Disney Plus on June 22nd. We've got several special shows coming up around that time. But luckily for Derek, it will still be viewed sometime this summer. I hope we push it off long enough um, for me to catch up in my marvel journey but i'm not going to be done for like 85 years so it's fine is,
3: is it being released with as a premium or is it being released just standard, the, standard. Oh, good. Standard. Standard. So, good.
4: so i have to say having seen it no spoilers the only thing you really need to have seen is wandavision
5: Isn't okay, that a pretty yeah. fast turnaround to come on to disney plus after it, years?
4: it is the it is the fastest yeah it's like 45 wow. days yeah
3: because it wasn't Spider-Man, Shang, no way home? was, I think they said minimum of 45 days and then they ended up releasing it just after 45 days. Yeah. Oh, wow. All
2: right. Last up, we Tim Allen announced today that the Santa Claus series for Disney Plus has finished filming. I'm super excited. I know. I know we had mixed like. <laughs> <a piece>. Woohoo. <laughs> I love that
3: movie. So the first two are good <laughs> after that. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah.
1: The, okay, so apparently this one is he is sixty five and realizes he can't do Santa Claus forever and has to work on finding a replacement and prepare <gasps> for life south of the pole.
2: He's got to give it to Charlie.
3: That's the only says, logical no.
1: thing to
2: do
3: here.
2: <laughs> Part
1: of me says, "Who cares?"
3: Maybe Charlie doesn't want it. How about you,
1: <laughs> How about you give it to Lucy? Yeah,
3: was Lucy the one you who made this hot chocolate? The girl. Well that's kind of like the what they did in Noel though. That might be the same plot yeah. as Noel if yeah. they do that.
1: Well, so, so that's probably what's gonna come up. So that's
3: probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just repurpose that script.
3: Yeah, they just fair. yeah. Yep. With just some different actors, it's still live action. They can even still use the same sets, probably as they did um, in Noel.
4: No one saw Noel. And Kate
3: can <laughs> ask to answer your question. <laughs> yes.
1: Um or we had given Olaf Presents the average was about a three point four. So it was it was everyone was between a four and a five on Olaf okay. Presents. Then how they get a three point four? I said four point four. Four point four
3: oh, I, oh. I heard three point four three point four two.
1: Then I misspoke. My apologies. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> get out
3: of here. I fire. Wonder
1: why, I wonder why I misspoke.
3: 4.4 uh, <laughs> okay what was so but, that was Olaf presents and what was Doug days uh
1: I don't see a rating for Doug days so I'm actually Ooh. on my card. so I'm actually gonna have to go back into our episodes and we find it.
3: We watch it we did yeah. talk about what were our we, favorites on our that favorites show we did and I think we yes. had I from my recollection I, we had a split decision between uh, I Doug personally day's and Olaf. yeah I I know I picked Doug days I know I uh, picked Olaf yeah so I think I think we had a bit of a split yeah. there.
1: I think but we, did, we, yeah. we we agreed they were both very good.
3: Correct. They're both fantastic, I yeah. think, was the
1: agreement. Mm. Don't know let it go fantastic, but anyway.
3: Fantastic. So, Derek is always wrong anyway, so. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. This week, Ryan, as I have asked people to do, emailed us and suggested a Goofy movie. And it was one that we hadn't watched. It fit the vault criteria. So that's why we're pulling this up. Ryan, could you give those people who may not have watched it since it came out in 1995 a brief synopsis of what happens and kind of why you picked it?
5: Yeah, so I in, in thinking about me having to actually talk about what it is, I looked up a synopsis online that does a really good job of it. But I don't know if I'm going to go with it because I think one of the reasons like why I picked a goofy movie is goofy for me growing up was one of my absolute favorite characters uh i have really enjoyed uh seeing everything that he has ever been in and the fact that bill farmer who is the voice actor for goofy is still voicing him to this day is something i think that hits my my nostalgia bone really hard um but a goofy movie it's it it follows Max, who is Goofy's son. And in that in the first parts of the movie, Max is trying to get the attention of Roxanne, who is the girl that he is crushing on. I think Max is I think he's in high school. He's like early high school. And he gets in trouble because he puts on a unsolicited power line concert for the entire student body. Uh he gets in trouble, has to go to the principal's office like you do. Um, Roxanne actually notices him and is really happy that he did what he did uh, Max gets in a lot of trouble the principal tells Goofy that Max could end up in the electric chair if he doesn't do something about the way his son is behaving so Goofy decides and talks to Pete that he needs to take Max on a cross-country fishing trip that Max does not want to go on one bit. And so they go on this fishing trip. Max has to tell Roxanne that he won't be able to see the Powerline concert on on pay-per-view because Goofy is actually going to take him to the Powerline concert, which is not true. Uh, And they eventually go on their road trip. Max changes the map to take them to LA rather than Idaho. And there's a whole bunch of craziness in between. They see Bigfoot. Uh, Mickey and Donald make a cameo. There's lots of songs. Uh, they make it to the Powerline concert. Somehow they end up on stage with Powerline and Max makes it on home, tells Roxanne that he lied to her, which is what a good thing for a high school kid to do. And then uh, it all ends up happy days. So yeah, it's a great movie. I, I can't tell if you, you know, if you guys can tell by how I talk about it, it's one of my favorites.
4: So yeah. Oh, that's a good summary. Thank you. Yeah.
3: And summary. I, and I agree
4: with you. Like you, you're lying for, you know, like three weeks, you get away with it and then you like, you still tell,
1: tell the, the, the girl, the up. Yeah. yeah, and she she likes the fact that you fessed up, and and it's, yeah,
5: that's that's adult stuff right there, you know. Yeah. And you look at Max, who's probably you know got to be like fifteen, and you go, <laughs> Goofy told him to do that too, which is
1: just also very fascinating. So yeah, okay, so Ryan, I, we're gonna start with you. Is this movie Goofy greatness or just clumsy nostalgia? So
5: I thought about this when I watched, I watched it again last night. I've seen this movie probably six or seven times. Um, I really like it. Um, I don't think it's, I mean, there is a element of nostalgia there for me, Um, but there's just a lot to it that I think for one, when you, you know, you guys have looked at these movies from the vault, I think the jokes still hold up. I didn't find anything really, truly offensive. And there's there's a lot to it that growing up i was very much related to with max although i never had a dad like goofy um and so i think that kind of adds to the plot point of you know you look at max you go goofy's just trying to be a good dad but uh, how is you know somebody like goofy going to be able to actually do that in a way that max is going to understand and not feel embarrassed by Um, So yeah, I really like it. I have a lot to say about this movie. I don't know if you want me to talk about it now or if we're going to go
1: around or not. We'll come back. We'll come back to you. Um, I'm going to skip myself for right now and move on over to Kate. (laughs) All right.
2: Of course you are. Oh no. Um, I love this movie. I think this is one of the most underrated Disney movies uh, it kind of flies under the radar until you're like, you should watch a goofy movie, and then you watch it, and it's I, I, I have to go back and look and see what our questions are because I want to know. Can I say negative things now too? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, the soundtrack, not just Eye to Eye and Power Line, the the song, all of the songs are so good. Um. I love Max Goof. I've always loved, I've had a heart for Max Goof. Max Goof and I were very, very good friends of the world. Um, The God, I just love this movie. And I goofy has never been my favorite. Um, I'm very partial to the Mickey mouse, Um, but this movie watching it again, and maybe even watching it from what I've lived through in the last 10 years. Um, I fell in love with Goofy a little bit more, this movie, watching it now. I I just, I wanted to hug him over and over. And I forgot from the first time I saw it, I forgot just how big of a butthead Max is to Goofy. <laughs> and it, yeah. like there were times where I was like, oh, I am very not okay with what's happening right now. Like, Uh I I don't like how he's treating Goofy and Goofy just takes it. One of my favorite parts is when Goofy is like, go over there. I said now. And Max is like, "Yow!" (laughs) like walks off. Um, There's so many good quotable lines. Uh, Roxanne is... Gorgeous and wonderful power line is perfect, obviously because I'm wearing the shirt. um but yeah, the only down thing I had to say was i there were parts of it where I was like, Oh man, like Max is really not good to his dad. um and you know what part broke my heart in half is when Max throws the hat out the window and they drive the possum hat and they drive away, and the hat is in the rain. That made me also um when Max does he punch the possum guy?
1: Turned he? his head around.
2: Yeah. That's what it is. Uh as a former friend of people who dressed up in characters, that gave me PTSD. But other than that, <laughs> I'm a big fan.
5: Can I just say with quotable lines? How many cups of sugar does it take to get to the moon? <laughs> three and a half. Kate, come on. It's three and a half.
2: Yo, I know how to be like, yeah, the cheese.
3: <laughs>
5: I have quoted Sorry, that three and a half cups of sugar line for my entire life with my twin <laughs> brother. So there's definitely a lot of lines in here that, oh yeah, God. I agree.
3: Wait, there's two of you?
4: There there are.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't
2: guess that they're twins, though. No. Okay.
4: Pete, all right, I'm going. Um, I have never seen this movie, or even seen scenes from this movie. I was aware of the existence of Powerline <laughs> from from Disney World, and I was aware of the existence of Max, but I've never seen it before. Um, I was. Basically, I was at completely the wrong age when it came out. I was in my mid twenties. You're not watching a goofy movie in your mid twenties. What? Um,
3: Speak for yourself. I mean, maybe like when time, I when no. I was or when Cave was 25.
4: <laughs> um. S- very obviously, a super dated. It this movie is so 90s. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so 90s. But beyond that it's good i was i was surprised I was. it surprised me that it's it's actually pretty good um i don't know that i would call it great but i mean i'm i'm separating myself from the nostalgia factor i i laughed at it at times um i thought the emotion of it was was true um kate you've never had a teenage child but max uh-huh. was not the worst t- teenage child no. in existence oh,
1: by
2: no. far
4: oh, oh, really? no 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 i've never had a teenage
2: child but i've been a teenage child right
4: yeah but uh-huh. from your perspective you were 100 from max's perspective uh, he did nothing high. wrong so um you know so i didn't i wasn't bothered by that because i fully like he's a teenager we were watching it with my 19 year old daughter and i was thinking like this is exactly how she would have behaved if i had insisted on this trip Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so, um um no i i i I agree with you 100 percent kate the songs worked which really surprised me um i'd never really heard any of them before and they were genuinely decent songs a lot of these movies you the, the the songs are just garbage. And, um, you know, there's been a few of those, a few of those we've watched too, that like they break into song and you're like, Oh, what is this? And you just want to fast forward. And I, I, I enjoyed every bit of it. It was, was it like, you know, I'm not, we'll get to the ratings. I mean, it wasn't top of the line for me, but like, yeah, this is a, that's a, this is a charming way to spend an evening with your kids for sure. Uh, Sam, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I, I totally agree with that um, analysis, Pete. So I was a teenager in the 90s, right? So when this came out, 1995, I was 14 or 15 years old, depending upon what month it came out, which I don't know the answer to. I think this is a great movie. It is. There's a ton of 90s nostalgia. All of the neon, the power line outfits, all of that is just like, makes me feel like I'm a teenager in the 90s again. I will say I was not the target audience when this movie came out. The target audience was younger, right? The target audience would have been kids maybe 5 or 10 years younger than I was uh, when it came out. But I liked it when it came out, and I still like it. Uh, is you know is some of it a little bit dated? Yeah. But the real beauty of this movie is that it's real. I know that sounds crazy, right? This is an animated film. But the relationships and what kind of happens between Goofy and Max is totally relatable. You can picture uh, a real teenager acting exactly the way that Max does, embarrassed in the exact same way that Max is of his father, and how Goofy in, in, in parts is completely oblivious to this embarrassment. And in other times becomes obviously keenly aware of Max's embarrassment later on in the movie. So I I thought, I, I think this is a great movie. I love that you picked this, Ryan. I think it's perfect. You know, we're just a little bit ahead of father's day. So it's a kind of perfect timing for this movie as well in showing that father, son, or parent child relationship. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a nostalgia burst and bubble, but it's a wonderful one, not a clumsy one, in my opinion.
1: Okay. No. <laughs>
3: uh, no. <laughs> on, and this Derek, is funny no. because Derek and I are the exact same age, so it's it's always funny to see when we... I feel like if if, if there's something that is sort of generational or targeted to a particular yeah. age group, it's always funny when we have a different opinion of it, I yeah. think.
1: This was fine i have no issues with people liking it at all i know if i were to watch it again i'll be on my phone 95% of the time um were there moments of memorability yes uh you've got the perfect cast you've got power line um my personal favorite and the one i remembered the most i will say this is the first time i probably sat and watched this all the way through i i would you know you're flipping past the channels and When in the late 90s, it was on Disney Channel all the time. You would stop and see little clips. And the one I remembered was the Bigfoot with the Walkman. Was just, that was the one clip I remembered going forward. But as I've (laughs) said before, funny moments do not a good movie make. Um, I have heard this to be called, along the lines of Kate, the unheralded classic of the Disney animation renaissance,
2: I would agree with that.
1: Nope, sorry, uh-uh. it's not even in the top animated movie in 1995. What? Oh, no, wow, Toy Story, yeah. Toy, Toy Story. Story, come on! Boy, I mean, yeah, <laughs> well, I mean,
3: <laughs> you can't compare. It's it, this. I, you can't. Compare. They're the not. Case. Yeah, they're not in the no, same no. category. I agree. With well, you. but that they're animated in are 1995.
1: My, now, my thought is, I will tell you this one is better than Pocahontas. To me, this is better. Than Pocahontas. Oh
3: yeah. What yeah.
1: other Disney animated movie from that period would you put this ahead of? And why are you wrong?
3: <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I wouldn't, but, but because this and, was, that was the golden age, right? Yeah. So um, this was a good movie. This was, do I think that this is a top five Disney movie in general? No, no. but this was, it wasn't this top a five fun, from those five years, but this is a fun, enjoyable, uh, yeah. movie to watch and it's it's funny and it hits the heart in the right places as well.
4: I would put it ahead of the Rescuers Down Under, which we were watched recently. I would watch <laughs> yes. I would watch this Agreed. again before uh, I re watch that.
3: I would watch I, I this see, I'm not sure. ten times before I would rewatch the Rescuers would, Down Under. <laughs> yeah.
4: Sorry, but yeah. Get I'm sorry, Kate,
3: here, I know you love that movie. You. Uh, back up, back up, back <laughs> up. I
2: am an original tuner member. check <laughs> yourselves before you wreck yourselves. Get out the, of here. Um,
5: the thing is is, Derek, cuz I kind of agree with you a little bit having watched it now that I'm 30 is that there are points <gasps> in it
3: you're a baby Oh, I know <laughs> you're
1: 30 you know.
5: i know well i mean having watched it when i was like eight it's right. very different and so there's just some parts in it where you look and you go i don't it, what is this for you know what's this moment really about yeah. and there are definitely some really big moments in the movie and i think one of them is when max and goofy you know, how they get down into the river on top of their floating car that never, it never sinks. sinks. Right. And then it drives home, you know, <laughs> obviously it's a goofy movie. So, it, you know, and animated yeah. you, but they're finally sitting on top of the car and they actually see eye to eye. Yeah. So
1: yeah. there's <laughs> now Ryan, I will say I was one. I am a huge fan of the old goofy, the old how to goofy mm-hmm. show, goofy shorts. Are terrific, are wonderful. Yeah. Some of my favorite from that era. Yeah, I will also say one thing that never mentioned. We talked about Goofy and how good of a dad he is. How bad of a dad is Pete?
3: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, keep him oh, under your God. thumb, well, but, and, and but how Pete bad of an influence he's...
1: on Goofy is Pete?
3: Yeah, but Pete yeah. was a bad guy back yeah, yeah. then, yeah. remember? Yeah. So he oh, has oh, to be like
1: he still is. Yeah,
3: I mean, he still is, but he's not as bad as he used to be, right? And he Pete should be terrible like right? Should be terrible, dead. Yeah, I think it's
5: interesting because goofy only has pete to rely on which is just horrible and you look at it by the end of the movie yeah you look at it you go all right i guess goofy didn't do a terrible job at the end of this you know once he finally makes it through but i think one of the things that i love about this movie is all the voice actors that are in it too Mm -hmm. um you don't really realize it until You know, you actually look him up and Bill Farmer, who's goofy, has been doing his voice since 1987, which I think is just fantastic to still hear him. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jason Marsden is Max, who was in Hocus Pocus and Boy Meets World. Uh, Jim Cummings is Pete and he's still Pete and he voices Winnie the Pooh which and is... Tigger, just- and, and Tigger.
1: And, and all mm-hmm. sorts of them, yeah. yeah. I'm so yeah.
0: salty that y'all didn't like the Rescuers down under. I'm
1: salty. <laughs> Kate, I gave her a three and a half.
0: I'm I salty! Gave- I- Be salty.
1: No. Apparently, she also refilled her glass. So you I know. see. <laughs> <laughs> was-
3: Let's I- get... I think we should get some of these comments. We got some comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the-
1: As Gina says, Wallace Shawn is an animated Disney principal. That seems to yeah. be par for the course. of yep. you don't remember, he was also the principal in The Incredibles. So,
2: oh, um, yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, Steve loved the beginning and the end. The middle was just okay. I at at best, Steve. Yeah, I would say it was okay.
4: I'll, I'll go with that. It kind of drags in the
3: middle. Part,
4: yeah, um,
1: yeah.
3: There's some silly. No, so it
2: didn't stuff drag in the middle. The rest in was there. down under. My well, that just
4: dragged everywhere.
1: The
2: whole,
3: yeah, the entire movie.
1: <laughs> Although just, I loved the tribute to Country Bear Jamboree of yes. the Possums. Yes. yes. That throwback.
3: That it, it also reminds me of um, uh, Chunky Cheese always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Gina says uh, she watched it through a second grader's eyes, couldn't get over how dated it was. I showed this to them, have to explain a lot, took me out of how out of it with how dated it was. It was very dated. It was was dated, but
3: I have to completely disagree with your comment, Gina here, because my eight year old watched it. My eight year old is a second grader. He, the first time he watched it was maybe a year ago and he did not ask me questions during the movie. He got it all based on context and all that. So I, I don't, I don't think that this is hard for a younger generation to get. I do agree. There are parts that are dated. I just don't think it's, confusing or anything like that i think it's it's still an easy watch even for a second grader today
4: i i was a little confused early on when some of the high school students were dressed like hookers
3: <laughs> well
2: oh, go to a high school well, today you know. so
3: anyway.
4: yeah <laughs> um
1: it's
3: <She's> not wrong <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a little it's actually i think Maybe a little worse today than it was in the night. Well, so. probably it, it, it is. It depends yeah. on yeah. how
1: they enforce the dress code. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Dan says Boo Hiss, Goofy mer- Movie is a kid's version of a cult classic. I'm sorry. Okay. Max is not Frankenfurter. So um, <laughs> 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 there's, your image, your, there's your image, Kate. There's your image, Kate. It's just a
3: jump to the left. <laughs> and a step to the right. Okay. okay. Is it. that on
1: Hulu or somewhere that something that Disney owns? It's Fox. No. no.
3: No, it's RKO.
1: I... Never mind. Sorry.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, Dan says Possum Land Little
4: Girl is hilarious. Yeah. So <gasps> Okay, so we I, I seen... laughed so hard at the Yeti. Or the <laughs> uh-huh, Bigfoot, Bigfoot, sorry, not Yeti. Yeah.
3: Sasquatch. That's what we call him here in the yeah. Pacific Northwest, <laughs> where he's from thank you <laughs> as opposed to his
1: cousin in the south and his cousin in the Himalayas and his right co- yeah.
3: well yeah. you know the
1: Yeti is is in the up and north yeah oh. yeah the Yeti's in Asia
3: yeah
1: yeah okay so Goofy we all agree was a fairly decent dad in this movie okay and I think Sam I'm gonna start with you guys who is your favorite Disney dad
3: Okay, so I'm I'm actually going to pick two here. I know that's cheating. Um, Cheater. <laughs> don't oh, worry, I'm not no, stealing. I no, no, no. two, two. I'm not <laughs> stealing anybody else's. <laughs> but um, so the first one I'm going to pick is not actually a dad. It's more of a dad figure, and that is Carl, aka Mr. Fredrickson from Up. Um, obviously, he develops this amazing relationship, not just with Russell, but with Doug and with Kevin. And I just love how he becomes you know, a grandpa father figure to all of them. So I think that's a real fun one because he starts out as this really, you know, grouchy, grumpy guy. And then he ends up sacrificing his house for, for them, you know, in the end. So he it's, it's a, you know, a father's love a father's sacrifice for their children. So I love that. The other one I, I have to kind of throw in there because I know nobody else picked this one is Marlon from finding Nemo. I mean, you know, he like faces. Uh, He listen. He faces all his fears and goes out into the big blue to try and rescue his son.
1: I'm I'm sorry. There is no. Better definition of helicopter parent than <laughs> no, he Marlon.
3: <laughs> he is absolutely. He starts out as this neurotic, crazy, overprotective parent. Absolutely, but he also clearly has a lot of anxiety himself, and you know, and overcomes that to go and and save his kid. And then he befriends, you know, Dory, and basically becomes kind of like a parent figure to her too in a lot of ways. So, anyway, I just think it's. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Dang, right, Ed she did. Says, I got two, two. <laughs> Listen, I
1: two. Just can't watch this show anymore. What happened to integrity? <laughs>
3: integrity. All right,
1: <laughs> I'm with Ed, you.
3: Ed, Ed you're, you Ed, want you're to, know dead where to integrity me. is? You're dead it's to me. On the, moon. <laughs> it's on the moon. Anyway, I think both of those are fantastic dads. Um, but I'm going to pass it now to Ryan. Who is your favorite Disney dad?
5: I think I picked the best Disney dad. Um, yeah, you because, did. We all
3: think we picked the best.
5: Disney. No, best. <laughs> I picked the best one because his name is Mr. Incredible. Awful, awful. <laughs> um, I think as far as, you know, in the movie as Mr. Incredible and in the second one, especially you see it a lot in the second one of just sort of how he is a parent uh, and math is still math, but he's still trying to help, you know dash do his math i think i think this is not common
3: core math thank god
5: exactly (laughs) nobody needs that
3: (laughs) nobody needs that stuff
5: i think that as far as with you know the dads that you see depicted in these disney movies i think he is one that is one that you can look to and see that he does everything that he can for his children and i think that's kind of what you want in a father figure so
1: Okay. My my issue with that is they go for the cheap, unable to do anything around the house dad jokes.
3: So that's not untrue.
1: Now wait a minute.
3: Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But I'm I don't (laughs) like
5: I don't want to throw my dad under the bus, but he fits. So
3: 10 out of 10 can right. confirm there there are some dads not mm-hmm. all dads okay hashtag not all dads yeah but there are some dads that fit that
2: mold.
5: yep yep
2: can i go next
5: yeah kate yeah. kate this way sorry i know I've never done this before i have to yeah. in
2: the opposite direction it's wild yep. isn't it? kate uh okay so i also have two because i had two but then someone took my first one so, <laughs> I, I have another two. Um my first one is Maurice from Beauty and the Beast. crazy. Uh, Maurice. I Grazy My I can, I grew up um Beauty and the Beast has always been very very dear to my heart because uh I saw so much of myself in Belle, not the Stockholm syndrome, but um <laughs> the the where she loved to read and she did what she had to do for her family. And I will never forget when she asks her pop, when she says, Papa, am I odd? And he comes out and he's got these big things and he goes, my daughter odd. (laughs) And I can remember thinking as a little girl, that's the dad I always wanted. Um, and so Maurice, has always just had a very, very, very special place in my heart. Um, and when he realizes Belle has been taken captive, he goes and he tries to do everything he can to help her. Um, I, I just, I have a very special spot in my heart for Maurice. My second one um, is Zeus from Hercules. I that's a good one too. Love Whoa. Zeus from Hercules. Okay, Derek doesn't like any of these.
1: As a father or a husband, because as a husband, he's not.
2: As a father, <laughs> as a father, one of my favorite parts of that movie is when Hercules goes and he's like, "Mighty Zeus." what can I do? And he goes, my son! And he like picks him up and gives him a little like noogie or whatever this is called. Um, And I think that's something I always wanted my dad to do to me. Like I always wanted to be like, that's I wanted him to be like, that's my girl, not my boy, but that's my girl. Uh, And that's not something my dad ever did. So I those are the two. I also thought Bob Parr was up there. Um, But those are my two. Those are my two. So up to you, Derek.
1: Um, mine is actually one from a movie we've watched in this past year. Mine is father from Swiss Family Robinson. Um, he is, his whole goal was to provide shelter and protection for his family. The relationship with his wife at any time before the late seventies is just amazing. Um, she is truly an equal within that relationship, which most most dads didn't let the wife be an equal. Uh, he lets his wife make decisions, he takes feedback from and trusts his kids. He's not afraid to have fun by sliding down a rock waterfall. Um, and I would argue not only is he probably one of the best dads, they are among the best parents, pair of parents. Now, as long as we're cheating, I've got one. That is way outside the box and it's real interest. Whoa, 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 uh, Yeah, we're gonna take care of that now. Um, pay to see Derek, give Kate a noogie. Well, let's wait because <laughs> uh, wait until July. You may be in luck. especially now that she doesn't that know well. about it. So, um, okay, as long as we're cheating and picking two. Um my other one and this is one I told them that not many people think of and it's real interesting which movie you go off of. How about Bambi's dad? Bambi's dad because traditionally mm-hmm. male deer are not involved in conversate in the raising them. He comes, he takes Bambi and if you ever seen Bambi 2, which I don't really recommend, but in Bambi 2 they have an amazing relationship. And he is very much he sees so much of Bambi in himself.
3: I didn't know and there
1: was a Bambi 2 to be there is Bambi two. Two. it was it was a directed DVD, but oh, there is a okay. Bambi 2. But they actually
4: have a very, very good relationship through that. So Pete. So is the reason you all needed two is because one of your choices was bad? Hey, no. I needed one. I only, <laughs> only need one. You only needed one. I only need one because my choice is really good. Mufasa to me is the best mm-hmm. father. Yes, Say
3: it again. he dies.
4: Um,
3: <laughs> he is a good dad,
4: but yeah, yeah he, saves his, he saves his son twice. When he's not saving his son, he's giving him good advice. Uh, even after he's dead, he continues to give his son good advice. <laughs> So I think that uh, you know he's just about as good a dad, and it's probably the only movie that I watch in which the dad dies that I actually gives me the teary eyes. So, like that mm-hmm. scene with little yeah. Mufasa yeah. and our little Simba and Mufasa, just like oh. Pete. So, I will say that
1: was my, my original friend. first choice was Mufasa. Oh. So, mm-hmm. Kate. can
2: I just can I just say really quick that like as I was thinking through all of the movies, I literally had to be like, mm, nope, dad is dead there. Mm, nope. Mom <laughs> is dead there. Mm, nope. Both of them are gone there. Well, like,
4: well, it, I have to say Disney this was, e-
2: easy. Really,
4: this was right. easier than the mom's one. We did where we could only come up with like three moms and then all of yeah. Disney canon. So. No, <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> but you know, one of the things I actually like about a lot of these choices and about how Disney portrays parents in general when they're not dead is that they're flawed, right? They're not none of them are perfect. Right. They they have their good sides and then they have, you know, Maurice being kind of an oddball right mr God, incredible yeah, mr incredible is kind of a doofus right like um you know mr Fredrickson, carl starts out as the curmudgeony old guy who isn't interested at all in hanging with hanging out with the kids so there, there's all of these characters have some depth and have you know different sides to them and are as i said flawed characters so i i love that that's fair
1: yeah Steve's vote is Pongo. Starts with 15, ends up with 99.
3: Yeah, Pongo loved. might be the only one not flawed, by the way.
1: <laughs> and, accept, and, accept, and accepts all of them. Totally. Yeah. Um, let's see. Now, I mean, thinking other dads, you've got uh, King Stephan and um, King Hubert in Sleeping Beauty. You've got those dads. Ryan?
5: I was going to say... There's the one dad that I don't think we talked about from Encanto who is, yes, you know, oh,
3: yeah. uh, he,
1: very supportive of Mirabelle. Says, yeah, very I mean, he's probably supportive. The only person who's supportive of Mirabelle. Yes. I
3: forgot about him. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, Every yeah, especially for I how awful her grandmother is.
2: I'm like, oh, well, Tarzan. It's easier to, it's easier
4: to draw them if they're dead.
2: That's not. That's not it. Oh no 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 no. no. Okay. Uh 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 uh. Frozen. Oh uh, wait. Oh uh, no, not that one either. So yeah.
1: It's fine. <laughs> okay. So as we always do, we are going to rate this on, uh, on, yeah, on uh, Pixie Cups ratings out of five, and Ryan as our guest. I am going to let you. Rate this first. How many people okay. out of five? So
5: I was thinking about this. Um, And just in case you guys have me back, I need to put it in like a level that I feel comfortable with it being. So I think I'm going to give it. Oh, man. I'm waffling. I think I'm going to give it a four. I really enjoy this movie. One thing I love is it. There wasn't any songs that I hated because mm-hmm. there's inevitably always a song that you That's hate, fair. and I liked That's all fair. of them. So yeah, I'm gonna go four. Kate.
2: I am also gonna give it a four. Solely, uh, mostly because of the music. It's very good. Okay. That's good. Yep. Four. Um
1: I'm at a two and a half, guys. It's 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 fine. It's okay. It's not something I need to watch again. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, I'm going to give it a three. I know that maybe seems kind of low for how much I, you know, I kind of gave a positive review. But to me, three is something that I enjoyed watching, something I would consider watching. Again, it's not something I'm going to really necessarily go out of my way for, Um, you know, having grown a grown up daughter. It's not something I would go back to per se. but I think it's a a qual, you know, it's a lot better movie than I was expecting. And I think it was a good movie. So three for me.
3: Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I feel like Pete and I are just in in sync today or something. Yeah. Like I don't know I don't know what it is Pete, but like it's it's like you're in my brain or something, right? So you're the going the wrong way. Oh, Pete. Wrong way. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to give it a 3. I'm I'm with Pete on this.
1: Okay. Uh Steve we're having issues guys we're having issues with our chat right now especially up on uh YouTube, so please stick to the Facebook chat. Um, Steve gives it a two and a half. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's, it was a fine, it was an okay movie, Ryan. I'm glad you really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for giving us those choices. Of course. And let us, uh, Ryan, I'm going to go ahead and drop you down just for a bit. Um, while we have our star Wars going on here and we're going to bring in Gina. Gina, what you doing?
6: Good. Can someone manage the YouTube? I can't uh, um, talk and block at the same time.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> as long as you guys aren't talking to me, I will work on it. Okay. Um going to talk about Obi-Wan here. Um <laughs> Gina, I'm going to start yes. with you. Is Obi-Wan after episode 3 still worth a fighting chance?
6: Absolutely. Obi-Wan is still worth a fighting chance. Darth Vader, let me just say, Darth Vader, I got him here. I got him here. I got the Sith Lord all over the place. He made the show for me. Let's just say I we're in episode three and I already saw the pinnacle battle. I am so happy with this duel. I'm so happy with the storyline. I'm a little bit thrown with the baby Leia situation mm-hmm. only because... I'm remembering some other things. I'm like, I don't know about this. What's going to happen with baby Leia, but it is still worth it to me. Still worth a fighting chance. And hello, it's spam in a can, my favorite person. So what about you, Pete? I'm kind of bored. (laughs) I'm I'm a big Star
4: Wars fan, but like, I don't know. I don't know if what's hurting it is like. I know what the outcome is for all these characters. None of them are in any kind of threatened situation, to be honest. And like, I don't, I don't know what I don't, it's not, it's not pulling me in. I'll say this. I'm enjoying Ewan McGregor a lot Mm
5: -hmm. and how Uh he's playing
4: the role. I think he's fantastic. Um, And so I'm, that to me is making it worth watching. But in terms of like the plot and the show, I don't, I don't feel like I'm learning anything from it. And I'm, I'm willing to be patient and keep watching it. Cause I said, I'm watch I'm enjoying you and McGregor, but the, the, the show itself is not really, really grabbing me. I mean, I guess I, I it, even that battle, I was like, it was exactly what I expected, which is Obi-Wan hasn't fought in 10 years. So he sucks. And so, <laughs> uh, you know, Darth Vader beats the crap out of him and like, but there wasn't anything there that excited me. So I don't know.
6: Okay. I'm
4: so, Sam?
3: <laughs> well, that's a bummer because I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Great. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I think. We can't I think agree all like, the time. I, right. I know. I know. Sorry, Pete. I guess we're not simpatico on Star Wars right now, which is <laughs> odd because you are the bigger Star Wars fan than. You're certainly a bigger Star Wars fan than I am. Um, but not to say I'm not a okay. fan. I'm just. Real not
1: quick, guys. A huge fan. If you are watching on YouTube, that show for right now is going away. Please switch over to Facebook.
3: All right. Awesome. Thanks, Derek. (laughs) So um, anyway... Uh, Obi-Wan uh, Ewan McGregor I think is great um, I really I like Leia I'm also a little thrown off as Gina was with Leia being re-kidnapped I, I did not really expect that and I'm no. a little bit confused as to where that's going to go and how she's going to get back home because obviously we know she has to get back home um, and grow up more and become a member of the Senate I mean, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen down right. the road for it's her it's just so, so confusing yeah right so felt- so <laughs> does Ewan McGregor have to go rescue her again? I have to say I really like the new character. I don't know if she's new in the star Wars universe. The, the woman who is helping. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, Jala, maybe it's her name, something like that. Anyway, I really liked um, that character introduction. Um, I also still really like uh, Reva, the third sister. I think she is incredible Uh in this. She is like her interaction with, um, with, uh, Darth Vader was great, oh, then her, uh, then her interaction, um, well, then her sort of finding the, the droid, uh, I'll call it the Droid Depot. I don't remember exactly if that's what it was called, but finding the Droid Depot <laughs> yeah, and 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 yeah. then finding the hidden they, door and all of each that. dollars. Yeah, it was just yeah for the Droid Depot. <laughs> that's you, all. Can, you can build one. Um, anyway, I thought that whole scene um, with her, or the scenes with her, were fantastic. She's to me really fun to watch um, and a great character. And I and I love that she's like giving her boss uh, a run for it. Right, she's she wants to become the Inquisitor and come hell or high water. She's going to do it. And I just kind of love that about her, even though she's on the dark side. And I, of course, (laughs) tend to lean towards the light side of the force. I'm a Jedi person, not a first order person, but anyway, I'm really enjoying it. I, I'm, I guess, nervous and excited to see how we're going to get Leia back. Um, But I guess we still have three more episodes, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you just answered one of my questions
2: was, how many more episodes do we have? Um, (laughs) So, I am not... um, uh, It's no secret that Star Wars is not my favorite. Star Wars, to me, is kind of like what Marvel is to Derek. I like Star Wars. I don't love Star Wars. I have a really hard time getting into Star Wars because there are so much to understand. That being said... I love this series. Why? Because it's not complicated. And I think, and I know um, Pete was just like, I'm bored.
6: And I'm like, I'm not bored because (laughs) I get it. There's no, yeah, there's no, (laughs) you don't need to have any past. It's true. You don't need to know the past, except for what happened in episodes one, two, and three. Um, That's true. Yeah.
2: And I apologize. I don't know if it was one of you that posted this or if it was the plus platoon account i don't think it was plus platoon account that posted i'm pretty sure it was not Plus Platoon that posted this um but i saw someone post and it was actually right before i watched the third episode because the internet loves spoilers um and it said isn't it interesting how um there is so much and yes i know that the the dark side or whatever is based off of the nazi party blah, blah 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 um but how it was you know how quickly your friendly neighborhood neighbor will turn you in um mm-hmm. and just the way to me that said so much commentary so i knew that was coming right so i watched for it cuz i was curious how that was going to sh- show up in this episode and um and so when Obi-Wan walks around the corner, sees the flag, has that moment of, oh crap, but we're in it now. Um, Mm -hmm. Just that took a deeper turn to me um, and a very relevant turn to me. Uh, So I, I, I love this. This is my favorite by far of, um, of all of the Star Wars things that we have watched, and I think it's because I'm not confused, Kate. I'm not. I yeah. know who Obi Wan is. I know who Leia is. I would have given my left foot to play Child Leia. Like that's a dream role. I never even knew I had. Um, I love it, and I'm excited <laughs> to
6: see where it goes. Oh, right. and I do want to add. I do want to add one thing: James mm-hmm. Earl Jones and his AI voice, per, Primo, makes it for me. Yeah, there he is. My favorite. <laughs> so anyway,
4: what sorry. Do you mean AI voice. They like got him to. They like they, digitally they recorded it.
6: Yeah, because he's ninety one. I looked up right. his age, so they had Are you to. kidding me? I thought no, it was like seventy. Old. Anyway, so I looked him up. He's ninety one. <sighs> they had to do an AI type of voice to make it sound like Vader from more like he did back. Then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd have to do some. Like It's kind of like
3: auto-tune, right? They yeah. got to do some work on his voice to make him sound like he used to sound. But
6: it's still him. He's still, still him, which is yeah. awesome. I, oh, I okay. wonder
3: if they've like recorded a bunch more stuff in advance, just in case. I know that's I a hope, horrible I thing hope, to no.
6: say. I said, the, I said the same thing when I looked up his age yesterday. I'm like, yeah. I hope they just recorded sorry, everything. Derek. Sorry, sorry, Derek. Derek's I just, waiting. Sorry. Derek's, I just, Derek's I forgot. waiting. I just forgot the James Earl <laughs> Jones part. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, okay, Derek. Derek, your turn.
4: <laughs> I'm predicting Derek oh. agrees with me.
3: <laughs> Let's just tell Derek what he thinks and not let him talk.
1: <laughs> okay, try it. Try it. Yeah, come on. What do I think?
3: No, nope, I i don't volunteer. I do not volunteer a <laughs> tribute. Derek thinks it's too slow. There's not enough plot going on. He doesn't like that Leia was recaptured. Um, but he does like <laughs> Third Sister.
1: Let him go. Uh no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will I will agree with Pete in the fact that I'm bored because as I argued last week, there's no drama here. We know who That's lives. Why
2: I like it.
1: We know who <laughs> lives. There is no- okay. Yes, some of those some of the minor characters may end up dying, but who cares? I think one reason. No, I think one reason the Mandalorian works is because in theory, Grogu could die in any episode as long as the marketing people don't get a hold of it. I think that's why Mandalorian works is we don't know what happens to those characters. Obviously, the Mandalorian is probably going to stay alive just because it's named after him, but Grogu could go away any point at any point in time. So we know. Oh, come on! You're shaking your head. Leia's going to live. Obi Wan's going to live. Luke's going to well- live. Vader's but gonna stay alive.
3: Spoiler, Derek. Spoiler, worse than, <laughs> you know, worse right? than that no. to me. Worse than that, what happens. Derek.
4: Worse than that, Obi Wan has to go back exactly to where he was at the beginning uh-huh. of the show.
3: Yes, we know. Yes, like
4: he can't grow in the. He can't. They, well, they can't let him grow. Well,
3: right, but he let but him he grow, but he has to return. To he protect has to, Luke. and he
6: has to have. Yeah, he has to protect Luke because he's just got to deal with the Leia situation, yeah,
4: which is very I mean, yeah. I'm 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 not giving up on it, but uh, and as I said, I, I will say the one part I've liked is like the way he reacted to finding out that Anakin is still alive. The and heartbreak, I've, yes. And and I've as I said the way he's played that role is fantastic. Um I just wish that the show was able to keep up with how good he is. Okay, Kate.
2: Anakin two things. is
4: Darth Vader.
1: No, no,
2: Who no. Is, I know uh, that. <laughs> oh, no, hold on. Don't talk because I'll figure what my two things are. Oh crap. Um uh oh, my favorite part was when he was like, You are my daughter. You do not speak. And then she's like, Hi, I'm Lola or whatever. And <laughs> loved that. Um, and is it true that um Help me? What's his name? He plays Darth Vader. He James plays James Jones. Johnson. Nope, oh. he plays Anakin. Hayden Christensen. Hayden. That's the one. Okay. Is is it true
6: that he is in the Darth Vader suit? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love it too. Love I that. love that, and I love that it's James Earl Jones. If that was yes. my. Fa- oh, I'm so happy they just yes. did it right. Finally, <laughs> only took yep. 30 years.
1: Uh, Steve says he's enjoying Third Sister. Uh, Ed says love it for how they portray Obi Wan's grief and regret. Totally tells the story. Um is oh, it, no. But 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 Star Wars has moons.
6: There's How can There's so chaos? many moons, Ed. But, but we're but still Ed, we're still right here. Sons and no women. Ed,
1: that's no moon. <laughs> yeah, it isn't a moon. So hey, okay. I love it. So next week we've got episode four actually coming out tomorrow. But also coming out tomorrow, and we are gonna pop Brian back in for this one. We've got Miss Marvel coming out. The Miss Marvel series. There was a or is a about a five-minute little bit of intro to Miss Marvel that if you want to go on and watch it, get a little bit of a background. But Pete, I'm gonna start over with you on this one real quick. What do you want from this Miss Marvel series?
4: Well, I think the fun thing about this show is gonna be that this is like the story of a of a true fangirl that like gets to become the 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 is a fan of the of the Marvel uh, the existing superheroes, and gets to be become a hero. Um, we've heard that story before to a degree, but it's it's it feels a little more original. Um, Isn't that Hawkeye, Hawkeye that we just watched? <laughs> well, yeah, okay, I, yeah, well, uh, thank
3: you. yeah. Hello, As soon as you were saying that, Hello I was that. She's, the same. She's thing a fangirl
4: of. Like
3: of okay,
4: Iron yeah, Man of, of Hawkeye specifically, I like that this girl is just like a, a Avengers fan girl, you know, whatever. But I don't know. I think I think that, um and they're also taking from a very much newer canon. Um Miss mm-hmm. Marvel is only about ten years old that it's been around, and a lot of these characters that we see, we're seeing even the the most recent ones like Moon Knight and She Hulk are have 40 50 years of history or whatever and they're they're actually going into something that's modern character <laughs> okay. take so he i'm said, looking forward no, to that no they came out in the 80s oh wait yeah, All
1: of yeah. A <laughs> i'm
4: yeah. not 40 wait <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so you know i think i think that's kind of i think that's kind of cool that we're seeing a more modern superhero take than we have been seeing but I'll, I'll just leave it at that i'm looking forward to the show but i look forward to every marvel show So, Sam.
3: Yeah, I'm also looking forward to this. I'm actually looking forward to it for a similar but slightly different reason, which is that this cast, I think, is going to be quite a bit younger. And I I, I know it's going to feature not just the character who plays Ms. Marvel, um, which I can't remember the character's name, um, but also like her best friend, right? So it's, it's more kind of like a Spider-Man cast level where all of the characters are going to be younger. And so I, I feel like this will be interesting to see how The sort of the next generation of the Marvel cinematic universe and seeing sort of how that develops. I also really like that. I also like that it's another fan becoming a superhero, Um, but not just that the character is a fan. I actually really like that the actress they cast for the role, which was uh, highlighted in that preview that we watched, is she was a Avengers fan and a Ms. Marvel fan and even had, there was a picture of her in her a homemade yeah. Ms. Marvel costume that yeah. she wore when she was like 10 or 11 or something. I thought that was fantastic. Are you the Flash? Thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Somebody asked her if she's the Which Flash. Which is yeah. DC. Right. But anyway, I love, I love that they cast a, a fan in the role to play a fan who becomes an Avenger, I think that's a really cool. It's, that's so meta, as as you know, as they say. So I, I thought that was a really fun uh, twist. I thought the preview was was well done and, and interesting. And so, you know, I don't really know what to expect as far as plot goes or how this will tie into the rest of the MCU because I have not done any kind of deep dive and I'm not familiar with the Ms. Marvel comics at all. But um, it's also nice to see a, another person of color join the MCU. So more diversity yeah. in age, more diversity in, in ethnicity and race and all of that. So that's always, um, you know, the the cast should reflect uh, the world. And that's a good thing. Kate, what yeah. about you?
2: So I'm going to be really, really honest. I did watch this trailer. I have very, very purposefully been avoiding um, anything marvel post where i am in my journey through the marvel universe uh, with shows and and movies Um, i'm currently right in the middle of the punisher which i am not a fan of so while i watched this i kind of tried to watch it almost like this like not because it's not going to give any sort of spoilers i know what happens in marvel but the things that i haven't seen i am trying to not um absorb a lot of um so i only kind of half paid attention on purpose to this um what i did catch though first of all perfect casting their casting of miss marvel is she that actress is phenomenal phenomenal um And what I caught when they said, Are you the Flash? I laughed out loud because I'm a huge Flash fan. The Flash is one of my favorite DC TV shows. So, um, up there with Arrow. But um, I'm trying to like give as much surprise to myself as I can. If that makes, if if what I'm saying makes any sense, Um, I am excited for it but I know nothing about Miss Marvel. Nothing. Literally nothing. And I kind of am somewhat keeping it that way. So um I have zero expectations. The actress is bonkers good. So I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. But, Ryan, what you got?
5: I don't know exactly how I feel about this because I I played uh, Marvel's Avengers, the video game. And if anybody has played that game they know that Miss Marvel is the person that you play as first and it's not enjoyable is, is that because you can
1: you die as Miss Marvel no okay no yeah well I, you, didn't, know, it, I didn't know I didn't yeah, know yeah 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 America, you played first to learn how to play the game no nope. and then when the, okay
5: Yeah. Well, you learn how to play the game with her and then you have to play with her for a while. And the game is just not great. I actually Mm -hmm. ended up just giving it away. So that kind of it just left me with a bad taste in my mouth. I like Kate said, I'm excited because I think the casting was perfect. The like sort of young Avengers is the thing that I think I am least looking forward to of all of the things that Marvel could do. Um, and this kind of leans that way because she is younger and the fangirl and stuff. I don't necessarily know that I am the correct audience for this show. Um, so I'm keeping an open mind watching it. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'm just very interested mainly. So I hope, I hope that it leans more towards WandaVision and not Hawkeye. So that's my hope. That's fair.
1: (laughs) Okay. Derek, (laughs) Um, I would say one reason that Moon Knight worked for me was the lack of connection to the MCU. Mm -hmm. Um, We know this is going to have some tie-ins to Iron Man. We know it is because they've even said that they had to actually tone them back because in the comics, Iron Man is very much a mentor to her, very much teaches her different things, and it would be that's Iron Hurt, not not Miss Marvel. Oh no, he does some. He does some stuff with with Miss Marvel too. Oh, does he? Okay, yeah, he does. I've I've been talking to Micah about this in the background a little bit. So, um, and which Micah is planning on being on here next week, Kate. For those who need some connections,
0: Um, I love Micah.
1: Yeah, um, I know that they're changing her powers from the comics, and that's been so far the biggest issue that super fans are having is they have completely changed her powers. Don't ask me what her powers used to be. All I know is they completely changed them.
4: I, I don't, don't think they've completely changed them but yeah. But it's, it's big changes. But yeah. there's changes, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um keep the episode short and the plot focused. Um, Moon Knight didn't try to do too much. Try and keep that in mind for this series. Gina. Gina.
6: You're muted. Sorry, I trying to do too many things. Uh-huh. Um, I do agree with you, Derek, in that I want there to be more, more plot, less action. If that makes sense, I, uh-huh. I want totally. there, I want there to be a story and a thing, and not just fight, 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 action, action, action. Let's build her character. Let's build some things and have. I think it'll be a good, a good show. I'm hoping.
4: I, I'm hoping. I feel like it's going to yeah. be very light.
6: Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm hoping. Oh.
4: It's
1: it's supposedly targeted to that junior high,
3: Perfect.
6: high
1: schoolish level. So that's what we I need. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I know released, they release they release the episode tomorrow, so that's what we will be talking about next week. In addition to the uh, Obi Wan episode four, which okay. means we're two thirds of the way through Obi Wan. Okay. I will say as a preview for what's coming up for the Obi Wan series finale on June twenty eight. We will have a cast member from the Obi Wan series Yay. on the show with us. Is a good friend of Gina's? He's my Hugh high school McGregor.
6: friend. No, uh, his stand in. Close. close. <laughs> his stand in. He's <laughs> That's pretty cool. My- Gina,
2: I thought you were cool. about to say he's my husband, and I was like, no, <laughs> you needed to drop
6: that.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. um, you no,
6: know, he's a high school friend.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Ewan McGregor's stand-in, but has been in multiple other Star Wars shows. He was in The Mandalorian. He was in Boba he was, Fett. He was yeah.
6: Sandman number two. You know, he yeah. was a so, uh, Stormtrooper no, number four. So he, that will be yeah. in three weeks that's
1: when be we so are. Cool. That will be a whole lot of fun. Please make sure you're around for that. That will be another live show for us. And if you have suggestions like Ryan did, shows that we need to be reviewing, email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. As we said in the news, we have a busy four or five weeks coming up here, but then there will be some gaps that we'll have the ability to get suggestions from other people. So you want to come on the show, or even if you just think we should review it, you don't really want to come on the show. That's totally fine too. So with that guys, I want to thank you again Ryan for coming on. It was thanks been, for having me. Pleasure to meet you. I have pleasure to have you on here. Yeah. Uh Gina Pete, we will miss you too next week as we'll we go on, fun. but <laughs> Kate Sam, three of us will hang out with Mike and we'll have a blast. That's
3: so right. Please awesome. come back,
1: uh, join Derek, us next I thought week there also. There was going to
2: be a power line dance tonight. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs>
2: I didn't sign
6: done. up for that. <laughs>
1: I, don't, I don't know the um, dance very um so in i was actually going to use it as the parting on that oh, okay. he, he's yeah. trying
3: to do the alola well, uh... he
1: tries to do it <laughs> however our own kate oh what six eight months ago i know it was a last while
3: summer.
1: It was last summer it was a while back summer. actually in one day
3: one day did this None so. of us can
1: top that. We will see you guys next week. Bye, guys.
0: Have a good one. Woo! Bye. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcasts and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel, where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plusplatoon.